Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of LGA. That is Lit, Lit Gaming, Gaming Arena. Arena. For those of you who don't know, my name is Marcus. I am joined by Piece of Crap Justin! Woo! Yeah, that's Justin, I guess. And we, hold on, Justin. Get out the spirit board. Oh, get it oh, out. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. All right, we're oh. using the Ouija. What's it say? F. R. O. S. Oh, shit! It's Frost! <laughs> I'm, not, have, I'm not dead. We have I'm not summoned. It's the Force Ghost of Frost! I'm <laughs> not. I'm not dead. We have summoned Frost from beyond the grave. <laughs> from the great beyond. <laughs> Let's get to it! Well, welcome to episode 52 of the LGA cast. And so as as always, as is tradition, we're going to open up some game fuel and I'm going to it's going to fucking explode all over me like it does. Hopefully it doesn't. But you're really. going to get fucked up this time, buddy. All right, here we go. Oh, it didn't. It didn't spray all over me this time. I watched it though. It was like a. It was like it, a mushroom cloud yeah, erupted from your. These can. things are made from nuclear waste. Okay, they're <laughs> they're the best. I believe it. Look how green that one is. You have original. Was that is that original dew? Is that what the flavor is, or is it charged dew? It is charged original dew. Oh man, so both. What the fuck? I feel the name original. What's the difference ruins between the taste in those? This one between, tastes like. This one tastes good. That one tastes like Mountain Dew a little bit. A little bit Mountain Dew, okay. I mean, well, I mean, because it doesn't I feel like you're like a good Dew. Mountain Dew connoisseur, so I should trust you on that. It doesn't taste as good as regular Mountain Dew. That's why I choose this, because it separates it from the Dew, but it's still good as fuck. I'm not associating it with the taste of original Dew. Tastes like games. It's like, it's like Coca-Cola energy in how it doesn't taste like Coca-Cola at all, but it still tastes good. Tastes like the tears of my enemies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so anyways, if you like this show, which you should, you should like this show. If you made it this far already, you already like this show. Come on. Yeah, Don't lie to yourself. Yeah. Don't fucking lie to yourself. Go give us a five-star review on wherever you can review us, which is Apple and Podchaser. There's some apps that do it, but those are the big places that are important to us. So go rate us and share us with your friends. If you have friends, and I'm sure you do because I don't. Um, you should, I don't. <laughs> otherwise, I would be sharing my, this with them. But if I had friends, you should be like me. Go share them. But I don't be too much like me because then you won't have friends because I don't. <laughs> I tried to share this with my friends and they were like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, also you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, mostly Twitter, Tw like emphasis on the and Twitter. Just go to Twitter. Fuck Facebook and Instagram. Just go to Twitter. Um, Coming soon, TikTok, where you can watch me act like an asshole. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. I was like, is this a hot, hot drop news right now? Jesus. Um, 
yeah, also, so you can also go to our website, lga.gg, where you will see all of our, the stuff we post, which is right now just like the episodes of the podcast, but that's a cool, cool place to go because you can also find links to when we do our tournaments and also our Discord, or just go to chat.lga.gg and you can join our Discord. Go do it right now. Just, I'll wait. You did it? Okay, cool. You're a cool person. You joined our Discord. Say hi to me. I'll say hi back. And uh, and we'll do all the Discord things, you know. Um, so like nothing. Yeah, but <laughs> fuck off. That place is hopping with memes. That's about. It is a good place for memes. It's hopping with memes. Um, uh, it, maybe if you if you if you're faint at heart, don't go into spicy memes. Um, but uh, it's hopping with memes. Um, some of those memes are a little too spicy. Oh, spicy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I think, think that's, that's a, oh, wait, 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 wait. If you want to email us, you can email us at social at litgamingarena.com. Who the fuck emails anymore? What are I you want talking to the 90 people, year olds? People email podcasts. That's the thing. Do you listen to podcasts? No. No, you don't listen to, po- you don't even listen to this podcast. <laughs> I don't I, listen to this podcast. I well, I listen to it when you, I edit it. <laughs> that counts as listening. To yeah, it. Like, I'm not. I don't want to artificially inflate Dude, my I downloads make this with my podcast. Own. I download and listen to the yeah, podcast. Marcus listens. He's he's my litmus test. I have to quality check. Yeah, in. he's a QC. And I look for errors. Yeah, and then then you report after they're published. <laughs> well, it's it's good. It's I'm yeah. sampling it. I'm yeah. the, I stick my You're, finger yeah. in the pie. I lick it. Yeah, he's <laughs> the taste test. He's the, the first. He's the oh. first download. <laughs> he's the first download every episode. <laughs> it's he's the inaugural download of every episode. I have to know if it's yeah. good. And he listens to it. Listen to the whole cast. Nothing but the cast. <laughs> um, but yeah. So if you want to email us, so just social at lakegamingarena.com, Put LGA cast in a title. You can ask us any question you want. That hopefully it's not like we are mandating that. separation of pod and cast. <laughs> um. Emails questions and we will answer them on the segment of the show where we do community engagement. So that is what we will do. And I think I'm done with all of the bullshit I talk about every episode. So let's move on to what are you looking forward to? Let's start with the the force ghost of Frost over there. What? Well, actually, wait, Frost, why don't you tell us? What you've been doing for oh, the last? I want to hear what they're looking forward to. You're, you've been you've been got mysteriously absent from the podcast. You want to bring? You want me to bring my salt onto this? No. <laughs> I want to. I want to know how you came out of that Ouija board. <laughs> Just don't know how the fuck that happened. I was a dildo. That was what happened. You guys turned me into a dildo, and then I had to well, go you, on an adventure to died. get my body. No, I did not die. <laughs> I did not. I exited stage left as a dildo, and I <laughs> even made the dildo sound. Blah, 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 blah. I did. Go back and listen you to it. Exited died. your body <laughs> as a dildo. <laughs> we had to shove the dildo back in the corpse. <laughs> Gross. I, had to re- I am now. So that leave. was that was the key. Is now that I just have a permanent dildo shoved up oh, inside God. of me. It's the, animating me. You had to leave I'm still the dildo, dildo and but... go back in the body. It's like one of those zombie worms. <sighs> okay, let's not. Okay, I'm no longer. I'm no longer a dildo. <laughs> You're no longer dead. I asked. I went and asked 
if somebody would please give me my body back and now I'm back and that's yeah that's that's what do you were, yeah Mm-hmm. So Frost, what have you been looking forward to <laughs> in the world of games, uh, TV, uh, movies? Looking for Can Sonic. Somebody else. Someone? I mean, I guess I'm looking forward. You're to looking Sonic. forward to. I'm not looking forward to it, but I know I'm gonna have to go see it this weekend. So that's just. It's a fact of life. That's just my life this Them's weekend. The facts. Super Sonic's gonna be in that movie. <laughs> I like how it had to come out on Valentine's Day weekend too. There's no better date movie than Sonic and Knuckles. That, there's no <laughs> Knuckles though. What? Where's Knuckles? In the in the end credits. <laughs> he's the he's yeah. the credits post scene. Yeah, he's he's a po- yeah. He's post post credit stinger. He's Knuckles and Tails show up in the post credit scene. I am looking forward the to cat. I am looking forward to seeing Jim Carrey's performance in it because it seems like he really like Even took like, it seriously and looked it. like he did fun. Jim Carrey is such a loon. He's a loon. Yeah, that's what you want for this kind of character, right? I know, but I mean he's like an anti-vax dude. He's an anti-vax guy, which makes me like I don't see like, I I have a strict rule that I don't follow actors' personal lives because I like who they are in the movies, yeah, and I don't want anybody. I don't want anything to ruin their characters for me. Yeah, but I also like don't like supporting people who are anti-vaxxers. Is he really money. an anti-vaxxer? He is. Ew. It's too late. We already got him. I know. We already got him. He's already been vaccinated. We got him. Vaccinated. <laughs> 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 well, hopefully he's not going around having kids at however fucking old he is, like what sixties. Got him. Hopefully not. I mean, men never go infertile like women do. Well, some men are born that way. <laughs> I have a narrow urethra, Bobby. <laughs> Means my sperms are not enough. I'm also looking forward to Bobby having life now. Bobby. That should be different. My urethra <laughs> narrows and my butt there is none. <laughs> there is none. <laughs> The Hank Hill ass. My ass is like a tiny ass on a bigger ass. So that's all you're looking forward to? Having life and maybe Sonic? And maybe grilling with propane. <laughs> I don't, well, I don't know what else is coming out. I have, I didn't check. I'm sorry. Did you get I didn't them do heart candies, those little shit candies? <laughs> you mean the Valentine stuff? Yeah, the no, fucking, I don't like those. What are they? What chalk. are they called? Just, yeah, they're chalk. They're the just hardies chalk. or whatever, the sweeties. Hardies. No. Yeah, sweeties. yeah, whatever they're called. Yeah. With the I'm little not, no, I'm not getting those. Phrases on them. No. It's fucking, yeah, it's just chalk. Just give the me. candy. It's like, old people. says, pe- yo, it's dog, old, what up? It's I, old people candy. And I'm, Fortnite later. These, you what? These are sayings on the candies. Like, Fortnite later and. <laughs> yo. You want to chill in Fortnite? Mmm. Netflix ties me, Captain. Valentine's Day in Fortnite. What are you doing for 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 Fortnite? What am I doing for Fortnite? I don't know. I just ins- uninstalled it the other day. What? Finally. <laughs> but what are you doing for Valentine's Day? What are your Valentine's Day plans? Well, I'm gonna go to work. I'm gonna come home. I'm probably gonna be so tired that I pass out on the couch. God, it fucking. Is- <laughs> you get those little hearts. Those hearts. You gonna get those boxes of chocolates? <laughs> I'm gonna get that thirty pound Hershey's bar. Yeah. 
Actually, yeah. I don't think it's 30 pounds. You know, you get one of those big Reese's cups, those like five pound Reese's cups or what is one pound Reese's cups? Those fist size Reese's cups. <laughs> I think they're bigger than that even. They're like almost like a. They're a, like a dish. Yeah, they're like a small dish size. Size of your whole head. Costs like 20 bucks. That's an American size Reese's <laughs> cup. It's an American size Reese's <laughs> cup. <laughs> um, what are you looking forward to, Marcus? Oh, me. Uh, oh, geez. This is quite the week. We're almost we're getting we're getting to that time. Yeah, we, we are. There's there's a lot going on. I may or may not buy dreams that comes out tomorrow. Yeah, I'm like, there's some shit I want to check out in dreams. But is it time for dreams? I don't know. Darksiders Genesis as well. I talked about some of these last week because it's those Friday releases. They really fuck up everything. And I yeah. shouldn't. But Street Fighter Five Champion Edition, I'd like. I'm kind of I. The sick side of me wants it. <laughs> you're like you're like what's his face from Giant Bomb? That's like I kind of want to see an anthem. <laughs> I, my biggest problem is I like, I bought Street Fighter Five when it came out, then they did the arcade edition, and I bought that, and I bought a metric fuck ton of DLC. Yeah. And I, I don't play a lot of Street Fighter. This is the problem. I don't really play a lot of Street <laughs> Fighter. But I'm just a sucker for Capcom shit. They'll be like, yo, dog, here's a Neo, like, a, a, here's a here's a costume that makes you look like Dante or Nero or Virgil. And I'm like, I, I have to have that. Here's one that makes you look like Mega Man. I, I got to have that. I <laughs> I just like all those characters. Yeah. Uh, Bayonetta and Vanquish 10th anniversary bundle with the 4K updates and all that stuff uh, coming out February 18th. I I may or may not buy that. I I love Bayonetta. I've never played Vanquished. I'm sure I would like it, but I've, I've never done the Vanquished. I've never played any of those either. Never done Bayonetta? Nope. Oh. Never. You are behind the times. Never my, got into it. My friends, you are... I you, play you weird lost. games. That game's weird. I mean, yeah, but it's popular. Sure. <laughs> like, it's a cult classic, yeah, but it's not, like, mega super hit popular. You know what I play? I play Minecraft <laughs> and Roblox. Yeah, that game's not, you know, unpopular games like you know what? I played Minecraft. It before, I played it before it was popular. How about that one? How about these nuts? <laughs> Like I'm, and this one I'm not gonna buy, but you know maybe if it's on sale later or something. But Devil May Cry Three Special Edition for Switch, and I'm only saying that because this is more substantial than when they just did it in the HD collection. Because now you can switch styles actively, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and you can play co-op in the Bloody Palace, so you can play as yeah. Dante and Virgil, tag teaming, which is like. When that game f came out a billion years yeah. ago, that's what I wanted. Yeah, so it's it's the opposite of Warcraft 3 Reforged. I mean, not entirely. <laughs> it's, it's not a lot of rework, but I, know. I think that they're probably selling that at 20 bucks. Um, and honestly, Double May Cry 3 is more worth 20 bucks than <laughs> Warcraft 3 Reforged. But uh, There's some weird ones coming out on the 20th. Uh Sonic the Hedgehog 2 to Switch on February 20th. That's strange. You want to play Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on February 20th, you go play it. But uh, Undernight... I mean, kind of? <laughs> Undernight in Birth EXE colon 
late uh, CL-R that that game comes out February 20th, PS4 Switch. Uh, it's a fighting game. It's a very, very anime, anime, anime-ass yeah, fighting think game. Yeah, I Giant Bomb talked about this a little bit. But they did because it's weird that it's being included in uh, at Evo. Yeah, that's right. It's one right. of the Evo events. And usually it's like... That's where I remember it has that a strong, from. The game has a strong following, but... It's it's always been kind of in the side tournaments. Like there always were Evo like tournaments for it, but they it's were not in the main. Yeah, they the weren't main on the main stage. stage, and now it's on the main stage. And I mean, it's been growing in popularity for years. But yeah, there, there's there's some games coming. That, uh, like things are picking up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm there's there's some stuff. I may not buy anything. I may buy something. I mean the the ones uh the ones coming after that are like there's a definite game I'm buying next next week next next week. But I don't want to mention it now because I'll mention it then. It's a surprise. It's not really. <laughs> Anybody who knows me should already know what it is, but they don't know what it is because nobody in this room knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're mystery man. That was pretty deep. Man of mystery. Not so international man of mystery. I am, I am. The international <laughs> man of mystery. <laughs> Not really doing an impression. It's just who I am. <laughs> All right. So that's at least Ringo uh, Star over here what again. I'm looking forward to. I'm also seeing the Sonic movie. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, it's going to be a fast movie. Ha. <laughs> well, the podcast just died. <laughs> Thank, thanks a lot, Justin. Fuck you. Fuck. Fuck you. I um, mean, I make bad jokes, but they're better than that. You, you, you look forward to anything, Justin? That doesn't suck? <laughs> like your comedy? <laughs> Mister Says Mr. Ringo Starr over here. <laughs> no, this is Marcus speaking. Oh, I'll go get Ringo. Oh, God, please don't. All right, no. yeah, Ringo, get uh, the fuck out of here. No, I'm here for the rest of the cast. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just looking at the movies that are coming out in The well, Quiet Place 2. It, it's coming out March uh, 20th. Yeah. Well, it comes we, out way, nope, way soon. Nope, we can't see it. That comes out way soon. We cannot see it. That day is too important. <laughs> that day is way too important. Why is that important? What, what do you mean, why is that important? That's when Doom comes out. You know Ringo Starr loves Doom. <laughs> you know Doom and Animal Crossing? I gotta play Let's those. See, March 20th, that's probably, what, Thursday? That's when Animal Crossing comes out. It's probably a Tuesday. Well, it's Tuesday. already, it's a Friday. It's a, it's a, it's a Friday? Okay, it's Friday. Well, no, because like... It's either a Tuesday or a Friday. Oh, I guess you're right, yeah. Movies come out on Friday, but you can have a chance to watch them at like that's 6 right. o'clock on that's Thursdays. Right. All right. <clears throat> Yeah, that's that's Doom Day, which is probably a fitting time for a horror movie. But <laughs> um, kind of doesn't seem like this week. There's anything for me specifically? Just Sonic. It is indeed a Friday. It's the Friday after St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day. Yeah, R don't ask Ringo these questions. He doesn't know. <laughs> um. Well, I don't yeah. know. What have you guys been playing this week? I've been mostly jamming the, the Beatles rock band. <laughs> I like that Ringo, game. get the fuck out of here. 
Go get back on the ceiling. <laughs> on the ceiling? Yeah. <clears throat> I can't remember. It was like a comedian's joke. Was All right, I'm Star. climbing like, the wall. They're like, somebody get Ringo off the ceiling. <laughs> I played Jump Force. <laughs> How was Jump Force? I mean, I played it forever ago, about a year ago. But how is it? It's bad, right? <laughs> it's really it's bad. fucking bad. It's so bad. I because it's it's free on Xbox Gold right now, so it's on the Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Game Pass, Xbox Gold. Yeah. Both, I want to clarify to our listeners both that the same thing in my mind. They're both they are the not same the same thing. thing. I don't care what you. I want to clarify to our listeners. So are you saying you have the same mind as a boomer? Because that's like total boomer attitude. Because I don't want our Shut listeners up. thinking. Game Pass, fucking call game, me a boomer. Game Pass and I'm it, less of a boomer than that, you are. What's that game? What's that? You that you that the Xbox? You know what Gold I am. Game Pass? You know what I Is am. that the same thing? I'm a tired ass, heartbroken mom. That's nothing makes sense, and everything is the same thing. Okay, <laughs> it's just the Xbox. Yeah, you're like how everything's even, the. Do you call it the Nintendo? The X. The lucky, Nintendo exactly, Game Pass. Exactly. You're lucky. I even know it's. A fucking Xbox versus a PlayStation or a Nintendo. Hey, no, I, okay. I I married a person who knows a thing or two about gaming. Okay, I know, I, and, I, 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 and I still do. Okay, <laughs> but oh, I was gonna say, did you like leave that person? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Justin had a divorce we didn't know about. <laughs> you just got slammed. <laughs> Holy shit! I, I forgot to tell you that I'm really raw and emotional right now. Oh, and you like I literally will cry. Hey, I was I was more concerned that Justin was married to somebody else. (laughs) There are tears in my eyes. (laughs) Okay, I already just got out of a really bad relationship and a toxic relationship, and you're gonna make fun of me. (laughs) <laughs> I know. I just can't follow the threads anymore. It's like a, it's like a tapestry. <laughs> so where was, where the fuck even was I? Okay, it was on, it was free. Yeah, somewhere. Game Pass. Uh, and I played it. It was, it's bad. It was bad. Yep, it was. That was that was the end. My of that. favorite part was the funky music in the hub world that just kept playing over and over and over again yeah it was like a it was like a jamming kind of weird music uh, uh the, way, the way your character runs that's really fun to watch <laughs> watching your character <laughs> run down the stairs was a sight to behold uh, i had to i had to run around up and down the stairs a couple times just to make sure that the, an, the <laughs> this, animation this wasn't really actually how they animated this, this i had to really make sure it wasn't a glitch <laughs> the, uh, no i don't like that they're like Anime faces pasted on like a little too realistic bodies. Yeah, like you because you like can see Luffy's, like the veins and Luffy's everything. face is horrifying compared oh, to his yeah. body. Yeah, well, even like Goku's is terrifying because yeah. it's like he's it oddly veiny, and then like <laughs> yeah. his face is like no, my face is super smooth, but the rest of me is super textured, and it's like what it's the like fuck really... is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> And like, I think that game was made in a fever dream. Blackbeard's like a pancake for some reason. <laughs> like, obvi- like if you watch or read One Piece, he's supposed to be like he's fat. He's a he's big. Yeah, and he's fat. And they were like, let's make him look fat, but he's actually pancake. <laughs> like, like he's big, but he's not. There's not a lot of depth to him. <laughs> 
Oh man. My biggest problem, I could have played a little bit more of it, but the fact there was no dub and it was all in Japanese and I couldn't I was like I can't read it. I can't read that small ass font. I couldn't even change the font to make it bigger. Oh yeah, I didn't even consider that, but yeah, the font it, it is actually hard to read. I just didn't care about the story cuz it is so I might have cared, but I'll never know. The intro to that game is so fucking dumb. I mean, it's just not. It made I, no. It made no sense. I, I think like, they could have done something good with it, but they just chose not to. <laughs> I'm Frieza. I'm just gonna blow some buildings. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. As somebody who doesn't know a lot about these characters, I was very confused as to what was going on in the beginning. Well, I also hate how there's always uh, like. And anything they hire out Akira Toriyama to do artwork for, he'll make. He made like new original characters for Jump Force, uh, and I, I'm I'm gonna put uh, quotes around original. But <laughs> all the villains he, he ever does, they all look like like oh, there's Cell again. Like <laughs> like great. The, every villain he does looks the same. Oh, there's a robot. Like yeah. they all look the fucking same. He has the pro- this problem in Dragon Quest as well. Oh, really? Yeah, because they he uses the same hairstyles like for every <laughs> single freaking character. Yeah, that I didn't like that either. He's, I don't. So like, he's like the anime Adam Ellis. Ellis. Who the hell's Adam Ellis? He's um, a, that guy that does the Facebook comics. He he was a cartoonist for BuzzFeed for a while. I think he's somewhere else, but like his his style is mostly just like copy and paste facial features. Yeah. Probably. I mean, Akira Toriyama, if you've, I'm sure you've seen stuff where they have like moved Goku's hair from t- like Goku to TN and it's the same face. It, it, yeah. He, yeah. I mean, part of that though is he just, just got a very defined style. But as an artist, don't you think that as you progress further into your life, things should change for the better? Yes, but I mean, he's just got. He's very set in his ways. He, he's very old at this point. Like <laughs> it's he, true. Just all his stuff has always looked the same. I think he's definitely like peaked. Uh, some of his best work is actually in Dragon Quest or Chrono Trigger. Uh, but all this—if you look at any of that artwork, anything from Dragon Quest, Chrono Trigger, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, whatever it might. Well, I guess he's yeah. not super involved with Dragon Ball Super, but anything he's done all has like. Like, oh, character with, like, middle parted hair, like, or, like, spiked up hair. It's all, like, kind of the same. It's yeah. versus where you look at uh, Ishiro Oda, who does One Piece, where his characters are very, they're all different. They're, mm-hmm. like, really different because he's not afraid to make, like, here's really big fat character. And I mean, like, really big. <laughs> he's not afraid to make some really fucking weird looking people. Well, I really just- like... Jojo style. I do too, but that's because it's an 80s style. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It I like anything. I really from the like 80s. that 80s aesthetic. Yeah, because I mean just I mean big, heavy, <laughs> big bodybuilder dudes. Like yeah. basically they all look like Kenshiro. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> looks all, like yeah. Fist of the North Star, because it's like obviously Jojo especially early Jojo looks like very Fist of the North Star. Lately, yeah. the newer stuff doesn't in the manga because that that guy can't draw anymore. Araki can't really draw anymore. It's I I could go into that, but, and I will probably later, but just in general, all those people from the eighties were like big buff dudes that, cause 
uh, Mad Max affected Japan, I think, more so than anything else. So oh, everybody really? was like, Mel Gibson. <laughs> That's they, so Mel Gibson, right? Well, they almost all the characters have mullets and I mean, like they're yeah, big and buff. And true. look at uh, even uh, Guts from Berserk. Mm-hmm. Like Berserk is very much in that same style. Did he really come out in the eighties? What the Mad Max? No, Berserk. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'll have to look. I th- yeah, seems eighties. Yeah, I'm like, basically all these like things are from the freaking 80s. This has been going forever. I like the 80s style animation, but not the 80s style characters. Uh, I like that aesthetic. Like the the best one I can come up with is they, they animated Banana Fish and they animated it so that it looked like an 80s cartoon, but it was just like refreshed. So it was so good. I wish more people would do more of that. Yeah, I like modern takes on 80s animation because I think most 80s actual animation looks like shit. Yeah, the <laughs> prototype for Berserk was 1988. Wow. It's a long time. And yeah, so it, it I think officially started in 89. Is he still stuck? <laughs> like, like on the same <laughs> He's not No, um I don't Berserk will never end. It's I, It's the slowest updating thing. I think it got 3 chapters last year. Wow. It, it yeah, it's not going anywhere. Just don't don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Like, it'll be like Game of Thrones. Yeah, just like Game of Thrones. Don't worry about it. I mean, they're very similar, but the because <laughs> uh, I think the Golden Age arc, like Berserk had a lot of content in a very short period of time. Yeah. And then nothing forever. So they finished like Golden Age and a bunch of other stuff like within like ten years. And wow. then it's just been like nothing ever since. So it's like, yeah, don't worry about like some people I know are like, I got to get caught up. And I'm like, don't worry about it. It's not going anywhere in a hurry. And it's probably never going to end. <laughs> and Mira, unfortunately, I, I do think he's one of the best mangaka in terms of actual artistic talent. And he does have a PhD in art, which is really uncommon. But he kind of can't draw anymore either. He's the, the re, if you look at the recent chapters of Berserk that they're not as well detailed or defined as they used to be and he's sliding into that very I always refer to it as just that anime style like it, it just looks very generic at this point like uh-huh. softer Moe. softer lions without any shading or detailing Moe I mean not quite Moe but that it's just very his stuff was always like very gothic in the sense of how heavy it felt and how much he used blacks and I mean, a lot, what I hear from a lot of people is that it's basically he made a comic like he made an American comic just as a Japanese mangaka. Uh, and I can agree with that because comics are usually like very overly detailed and overly stylized, like just once again, that heavy gothic kind of like look and feel to it. Yeah. And Mira just had that in his art. Where. Now it's just like, no, nah, I'm not going to shade anything. No, no, everything's soft lines. Nothing's real rigid and once again, just heavy. I think the last actually detailed chapter, like with actual good details, um, had a dick fist. There's dick monsters with dick fist. <laughs> I'm not making this up. There's dick monsters with dicks for hands. <laughs> And they were like wow. crazy detailed. I believe you. 
veiny. And, and then after pulsing. that, it was like, nah, everything looks all smooth and weird. And I was like, okay, these like three chapters look shitty. <laughs> like, what the fuck happened? So we'll see. I, I feel all mangaka on a long enough timeline eventually can't draw. Like, I don't know what happens. Like, maybe they get tired. Maybe. I don't know what it is. Because I, I always think of, like, old masters, they just get better with time, and, like, they're taking longer times producing stuff. Well, I think but, it's because too much, too fast, and then you get burnt out, and then you just kind of, like, it's like I you break your... things out. It's like, it's like a stress fracture. fracture. But I, I, I don't know what brain. it is. M- Mira's always on. He's permanently on, like, hiatus. He's on hiatus forever. Uh, but anyway, enough about Mira. Going back to Iraqi, Iraqi kind of can't draw anymore, but that's debatable because a trend now in Japanese art and especially involved in manga, which I think it's starting to go away a little bit, but is very like slimming out characters and having very thin characters. And I think a lot of this is influenced from One Piece. Yeah. Like they even did it to Goku when he first went Super Saiyan God. And it was like... He used to be like big and huge, and then they were just like, "Nah, he's like all skinny." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> well I, I'm happy about that. I was never into the buff scene, so slimming characters down sounds like a good idea to me." I want to, I want to go back to the '80s. I want like old men that are just rigid as all hell. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and, and missing limbs and like eyeballs, because now it's just like, no, we want like very. Very soft, slim people with an eye patch for no reason. <laughs> oh, they got an eyeball under yeah, there. Need, Don't worry about it. We need more buff Master Roshi. Yeah. <laughs> Boulders well, for shoulders. Yes. <laughs> you know, as as the times go by. Excuse me. <sighs> but anyway, the, the back to Jump Force. The Jump Force is just... It was terrible. Yeah, it's it's got a lot even, of problems. Yeah, it was terrible. That wasn't the only game I played, though. I played other games. What else did you play? I played My Time in Porsche, and I love it so much. It was like the baby, the blessed baby child of Harvest Moon, Don't Starve. There's like one other in there that I can't remember, but it's so good. Um, I played it, immediately fell in love with it, and have proceeded to dump at least 22 hours into it. And I only just started it, like, maybe a week and a half ago. Like, a week ago today. That was pretty good. So, uh, I enjoy the fact that you can... And that's also on Game Pass? Yes. Yep. Okay, I've always, like, I've been debating downloading and playing that. I know you've been playing it a lot, like you said, but... I'm always like, should I download and play this, or should I just keep playing? Uh, should you play uh, Cuphead for the? Fourth no, no, time? no, not not Cuphead. No, <laughs> I mean I should definitely. I can always play more Cuphead. <laughs> <laughs> if I could only erase Cuphead from my brain so I can experience it all over again, I would. Uh, but no, keep playing Stardew. Mm. I never played Stardew Valley, but I hear it's good, and I hear that it's like. Like my time in Porsche is like Stardew Valley. Is there combat? In- yes, there is. Oh, there is. So 
you can choose a couple of different things to do. It's not just building or harvesting like other games are. You can you get you come there, you're drafted as a builder, you inherit a house, you know, same story for all of them. And you can take commissions to build stuff for the town, but you can also raise uh, livestock or you can um, raise harvests. Uh, I choose to be a builder and so all of the things that you need to do is this is where it's like don't starve. You have to go and get the materials that you need in order to build the stuff and a lot of the materials uh, come from like trees, animals, plants. So you'll need like the other day I needed to make a bar of soap and I needed four animal fat and two cinnamon stalks. So I had to go find a specific animal that'll drop the loot that'll give me the animal fat and then go and chop down a specific tree that'll give me the cinnamon stalk. So so it's definitely a lot like don't starve and I'm used to that kind of thing where you have to like traverse all over the fucking planet in order to find the one ingredient you need to make this shit yeah you should uh, another game this is like which you should also check out uh, if you can at some point somewhere but uh, Rune Factory is mm. kind of oh yeah that would definitely be up your alley more RPG it, it's a more anime but also it's more RPG because you go into dungeons and like yeah make swords and all and this, kinds of stuff this has some dungeons and boss fat boss battles and stuff too like things will happen in the town that you have to solve like somebody was stealing everybody's things and i ended up having to go into like a dungeon raid and find out who the thieves were and it was like a bunch of rats and i had to fight these rats in a dungeon um and you have to mean you know, it's really really easy it's not hard to play that the combat's super easy i mean all these farming games are supposed to be kind of relaxing like which is always why i like them so much yeah that's exactly why i like it too because it's relaxing like just the other day justin was like can you please turn your game on it's so relaxing and i just need it right now just that farming's good see i don't even i don't like the farming i like building stuff just like i do and don't starve i like I like going and killing the animals to get the things that I need to make the things that I need. And then this time I can just go sell it. And I don't know. I'm, I'm new to these games, so I don't know if other games do this, but you can actually romance characters in this game, too. Yeah, and you can in Stardew. And in I mean, that's a more of a focus in uh, I mean, it's always been part of Harvest Moon as well as Story of Seasons. Which yeah. Story of Seasons is Harvest Moon. But that's a that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, there's always been dating mechanics, but in Rune Factory, it's a bigger focus of that game. I I, I feel like Rune Factory is more focused on romancing and dungeon crawling Ooh. versus the farming, where like Stardew is definitely more focused on like the farming and yeah. like also romance is kind an of, element. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like what part of what made Stardew so successful is it it did everything good enough. <laughs> yeah. Because it was like, we did a pretty decent dungeon and we did a pretty good farming thing. Yeah, yeah that's kind of what my time in Porsche is like, because it's like, it's everything is good. So they didn't spend one time, yeah. they didn't spend too much time on one thing. And so everything doesn't, everything in the game, there's not one aspect of it that feels like it got more attention than the other. It, is there like a time limit? No. Okay. Cause it just goes on indefinitely okay. as far as I know. Because Harvest Moon. There was, is a, there's a story that's going on too. Some well, I mean kind of a story yeah. that goes on, but it doesn't like it, it takes its time 
to tell that story because you have it takes time to build the things because you the story progresses depending on how you finish and how fast you finish the commissions in order to do mm. that. So right now what's happening is like the lake is all fucked up and something's blocking it. And so they've commissioned me to build a lift, build a like a lift mechanics. And now I have to do something else, too. And so it it the game kind of just waits and it goes through the seasons and the days. But that plot line waits until I finish. Mm. OK, the so commission. There probably is credits for this game if you do all the missions. I'm sure there yeah. is credits okay. at some point. I just, I always think back on, because I originated from Harvest Moon with a lot of this franchise stuff. Yeah. But the it, Harvest Moon always was like, you have like three years. And then it's like at the end of three yeah, years, it's just like, regardless of what you've done, the game's just over. But which in, in Harvest sucked. Moon 64, I you hope can that's keep not going. the case. No. Like, yes and no. It. Are you sure about if that? If you didn't have kids, the game ended. <laughs> I love that you can have kids well, and I mean, marry people in this yeah, game, Yeah, I mean, too. but I think, like, if you successfully complete the game, you can keep going in Harvest Moon Maybe. 64. I didn't do 64. I did the counterpart to that, which was okay. Back to Nature. Yeah, I yeah, I because that's the one. 64 is the one I played, my, and, like, I could definitely just keep going if I wanted to. My horror story for that is I didn't really... I didn't understand the romance mechanic. I'm sure it's simpler in these newer games. Mm. But in Harvest Moon, you're <laughs> supposed to gift people a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's what it is in this game. Yeah. And it's fucking hard. She keeps gifting one dude, and he's like, it's okay. <laughs> I know. And he's the one I'm mainly going after, too, because in this game, the people that you romance give you different perks. Like each one of them has a different perk that they give you. So if you hit if you hit buddy status for a different person, you'll get like a 50 percent discount in their store. And this guy, he's the construction company owner. And so if I romance him, I get like a 50 percent discount off of his construction. And it's like expensive to upgrade stuff, too. So I'm like I'm like, I'm just tapping you because. Because I want that fucking discount. <laughs> but then there's you another one. You want that one. fucking D. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I always do. The D word. The discount. But I might, I might get him to be like a, a, like a best friend status. But the doctor, I think I'm gonna. I don't know. It's between him and the doctor. Because the doctor, you get fifty percent off of him by being his lover. And if you become his, if you marry him, then he actually does the domestic work at your house for you. So like, if you do livestock and have. <laughs> <laughs> I just get a free slave. <laughs> see, you, you know what's even see this is like once again room factory is kind of like fucked up in the sense but you can like like your cows and a lot of your livestock and stuff will come from like the dungeons but you can have like goblins work your farm <laughs> it, it, like I'm like that, that's kind of fucked up <laughs> yeah, slave work <laughs> Like yeah, you can. Why would you make that a like? Why would you make that a perk? Literally, it was like take he he will take care of domestic chores around the house. I'm like, he's what a slave. The, what the fuck kind of perk is that? Like, what uh, does this have? In in my time of Porsche, can it be like, uh, like in in Harvest Moon as well as in a lot of these games, they'll be like, oh, it's too stormy outside. You can't go outside. Nope, I can go run around in the rain all I want. Cause it, I mean, it, it'll there's normal rainstorms, but then sometimes it'll be like, nah, it's like it's bad out there. Or the worst is when it was winter and it'd be like, nah, there's a blizzard out there. You can't go outside. Like it, it's fucked out there. 
I haven't run in the cross it yet. Maybe it's just be like the first year is going to be really mild. <laughs> There's tornadoes out, out there. You're fucked. <laughs> suck. It'd be like come outside and you'd be like, my crops are fucked. <laughs> That's why I don't focus on crop work. I don't, I haven't, I haven't tried like doing livestock or crops at all. See, I made a cotton plant and that was it. My, my biggest issue when I played back to nature, granted I was a kid, so I was stupid and I, I could barely read. Um, but the, I, so in winter you can't grow crops because it's all the ground's dead. Oh, this one actually has like seasonal crops too. It pays attention to that. There's well, only, there's specific things you can only grow in specific yeah, seasons. That, that's also harvest moons. That That's how they did it as well as well. That's okay, also well, how I never Stardew played. Does it. I've yeah. never played either of those. Well, I'm, I'm just informing Thank you. you and other Tell listeners, me. but the, there's usually seasonal crops, but then like, Stardew, as well as a lot of other games now, are like, no, there is winter crops. But in the original Harvest Moon or any of the older Harvest Moon games, they're like, nah, in winter, you just, there's snow on the ground. <laughs> but So what you're supposed to do, and this is what I didn't know, is there's a lake that freezes over, and on the other side of the lake, there is a mine where you can, so it's like, oh, you're supposed to spend the winter going into the mine and getting ore, um... And you're supposed to get ore so you can smelt a ring. And see, this is where my problem with the relationships came in. Because <laughs> I couldn't marry somebody because I didn't have a ring. But you need the ore to make a ring. But I didn't know about this mine for... Till basically the the, the the end of my three years. And I was like, come on. Like, I, I had to, like, give the ore to the blacksmith in town. And he's making me a ring. And I'm like, come on. It's, there's, like, one day left. <laughs> I gotta get married <laughs> before the game ends. <laughs> <laughs> It's the uh, only thing I don't have. I live in a mansion for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I blessed is the day that I have all these games on wiki. So I've been looking up like a lot of stuff on wiki just because how, how am I supposed to figure out half of this shit? Like the cinnamon thing yesterday that I was doing, how the fuck was I supposed to figure out that a specific tree, the yellow tree that grows specifically in the hazardous wasteland is the only one that drops cinnamon. Thank God for wiki. <laughs> Thank God for wiki. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't fault anybody for looking stuff up in these games, especially even something like, some people get crazy about min-maxing in Stardew Valley. Um, I yeah. I usually, like, in, in my case with Stardew Valley, I think I put about 90 hours in. And I got to a point where, like, I wouldn't say I was bored with the game, obviously, but I was to a point where it's like, I got, like, a really complex sprinkler system. I'm building Tesla coils to farm batteries. Like, I'm, t I'm turning my farm yeah, into a battery farm. At that point, you basically like, won the game. Yeah, and I'm like, I got, like, a brewery in the basement. That's, like, what I got happened an with awesome you. greenhouse. That's what happened with you and Don't Starve before they added Rise of the Giants and uh, Shipwrecked well, and stuff. Just any of the expansion content for that. Yeah, it was just like, I can kind of go forever if I need to. Yeah. Which, I mean, but I always, I mean, Don't Starve, I wanted to always finish the Maxwell stuff, but I just... Sometimes just finding the Maxwell portal is all pain in the ass <laughs> enough. Like, where the fuck is he? Really? They're easy. <laughs> like, you can even build, like, a dowsing rod that leads you to him. Yeah, but I just, like, it It takes a while to get to him in general. Sometimes. I sometimes never got it, that good. Sometimes it takes... Essentially what I'm saying is sometimes it's hard to find his portal, and then you go in his portal, and then to die in his challenge to be like, fuck, now I gotta start over. <laughs> yeah. So I never finished all his 
challenges. I, I think- don't understand half of the challenges. I never did. Like, I was like, what am I supposed to do? Do I just survive here and that's it? Or what? find the exit. <laughs> yeah, they were paying the ass, though. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, you're only on poison. And it's like, fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> but. So what'd you play, Marcus? Um, well. I played, uh, so I, I didn't play a lot of games, first of all, but I, I played uh, a, a game on Game Pass. Uh, I, I played uh, Children of Morta. Uh, it, it, it's an indie game. It's like Diablo. I've talked about it a little bit before when it came yeah. out, but I hadn't played it, but it is on Game Pass now. I highly recommend that game. Like, it is kind of Diablo-esque, kind of... Uh, it almost reminds me a little bit more of Bastion in the way the combat works, but they don't. They did an intro to a game right. Like it, it hooks you right out the gate. Like it, it's got this cool narrator voice telling the narration, and then like it slowly like rolls the elements of combat. But you're fighting stuff right out the gate. You're already like doing cool shit like at the very beginning of the game. So that's fuck yeah, yeah. That's always that's my problem with a lot of games. It's always like where's the cool shit. <laughs> <laughs> like show me the cool shit. I hate when they're just like, "Here's how you jump," and it's like, "I don't, I don't, I don't care about that. I want to mm-hmm. be, I want to be fucking shit up and doing some awesome shit." So yeah, I, I didn't play a whole hell of a lot of it. Uh, I played maybe about an hour and a half. But yeah, you slowly like unlock members of the family, and they have their own skill trees and all that shit, and all their own abilities. There's these portals you go through that lead you to maps, and you gotta clear all these maps. It, it seems cool. Mm. I'm I'm all the way there for it. I just need to I need time to dive into some of these games, and I'm I got way too many games spinning right now. That's uh what you say every every week. I have I have to finish like a zillion games. It's it's problematic. I don't say that Same. every week. <laughs> I just currently, I mean, the big ones I want to get out of the way are Kakarot, which I haven't quite gone back to, and uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, which I played a bit more of that, but I don't really want to talk about that game in particular. Uh, I played more Scythe. played quite a bit of games of Scythe with my friend. I ran into some issues with that game. It, it's it's kind of buggy. We, we had a weird incident where a AI player attacked another AI player, and it didn't resolve their conflict, so two of their pieces were on the same square, and then when I went to make my final move of the game, so I attacked another player, <laughs> it resolved their conflict and then wouldn't let me interact with anything. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I can't end my turn or anything, so we had to just exit the game, uh, which was kind of bullshit, because, I mean, I I won. Guys. <laughs> Like, but yeah, just uh, that made me mad, and we ran into some like just other weird shit where I had my turn cannibalized. Like I clicked to move a unit, and then it just said you moved your units, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't move anything, so it wouldn't. How do I explain this? You. So in the game, it's on hex tiles, and you you have a player mat that lets lets you choose a top action and a bottom action. Yeah. The bottom actions cost resources, which may be metal if you're building a mech, uh, wood if you're building a structure, um, the oil is an upgrade, and 
What's the other resource? Food. Food. Food lets you get a recruit. So you'll use those resources are your bottom action. Now whatever you choose as your top action allows you to choose the bottom action in that same column. Okay. But so so it might be like movement might be attached to the mech. So if you want to build a mech, you have to use a move that turn. Or if you hypothetically some boards have it differently. So movement might be attached to building a building or yeah. whatever it might be. The bottom actions are always kind of attached to different things and the top actions are also attached to different things. And your player, whatever team you choose, which they those have fixed locations on the game board, but they have their own unique abilities. Um and then on your second turn, you can't, most teams, there is one team that can choose the same action twice, but you usually can't choose the same action twice in a row. So if you moved last turn, you can't move this turn. So top actions are like move, produce, which would produce either like on three squares or two squares um, of the materials, where whether it be wood, oil, or units or whatever it might be. Um and then there is uh, trade, which lets you just get uh, one or two two of any resource, and and they, and they have a few other functions for those top actions too. Yeah. But for the most part, you're gonna do the top one, which costs a coin, and then the other one is is uh, bloister power, so you just gain power. But anyway, that that's kind of just an overview of how this works. But essentially, when I went to do a movement. This fucked me in two ways because I went to do a movement and I needed to attack a player who attacked me to get him off a square of mine that he took. Yeah. And when he took that square, he took some of my resources. Uh So I was like, okay, well, I can attack him because he wasted a bunch of attack power against me because I just I did the smart play of being like he's attacking me. I'm not going to waste any of my attack power so he'll use all of his and then I'll attack him next turn when he has none. That way I can spend like two attack power and win. Just playing the game smart. <laughs> um, but then it wouldn't let me move, so I couldn't attack him. And since I couldn't attack him, I didn't have the food necessary to do the recruit command, which was on the bottom action. So I got fucked twice. No. I, got, <laughs> oh, no. I was like, fuck. I can't get my recruit, which would have given me a star, as well as the attack itself would have gotten me a star. So I would have got two stars that turn. And then my friend just like won the game after that. And I was like, well... I like I think he still would have won on the whole because his his team just had better synergy than me, but it wouldn't have been such a landslide victory, and I would have at least placed better than fourth. <laughs> nice. So I was been pretty miffed by some of those bugs in there, because um, I mean me, me and him have both had at least turns cannibalized by actions like that, and it also doesn't like. Once again, I guess this is the benefit of playing a physical board game over a digital board game is once you click an action, there's no way to like unselect it. Oh, really? Even if you haven't fully like chosen something. Oh, that sucks. So you, you might. Yeah, it's like once you clicked, you're just committed and you're like, well, fuck me. Like, uh, I guess an example is like if you were if you click to produce and you're you're able to produce on like three squares, let's say if you chose one and then you were like, oh, shit, I didn't mean to click that one. You can't like undo that one even if you haven't picked the other two yet that to produce on and i'm like that's kind of crap yeah or if you like even when you move you're allowed to move two units at first but if you upgrade it you can move three and it's like if you moved one and then you were but you weren't like 100 sure or hypothetically a misclick happened 
it's like, no, you can't like undo that, even though you haven't moved all the units yet. And I'm like, that is like <laughs> some bullshit. But any, so Scythe is, I mean, the the game itself is pretty fun. It's it's a bit like uh, it's a watered down version of Civilization that's a lot quicker. Is I guess the best way okay. to describe it because the games only take about forty five minutes. Hmm. It's not bad. Yeah, I, I I really enjoy it. I guess the the thing I least enjoy about it is opening turns, which will be the first like I would say five turns are gonna play about the same every time. Oh yeah. So it's a little bit slow to start. Because it's like you're, I mean, the opening turn, it's like you're either going to produce or you're going to move. Those are about your only options. Like, <laughs> you'd be insane to bloister power or, like, basically do anything else. It, it just wouldn't make any sense. Uh, so, yeah, that, and then I played uh, I played some uh, Blasphemous, which was a game I actually kickstarted. This, this is, like, a dumb thing, and it's happened to me on quite a few games. But I did kickstart this game. But and then you I, bought it. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I kickstarted it, but I got the PC copy, but then they made a Switch copy, so I bought the Switch copy. <laughs> um, granted, I bought it on sale, so okay, it's not, Switch. like, too horrible. Switch copy. But, yeah, so I... And I knew, like, when I bought it, like, when I backed it, which, granted, me backing certain games, sometimes I just want to see said thing made. It's not even about me getting a product. Uh, but, anyway, I, I played a little bit of it. I played maybe an hour on handheld that game is brutal as fuck you uh i don't know have you heard of this game at all nope it's basically a 2d dark souls um is i guess the easiest like way to describe it it's very dark souls influenced okay. so you you have like at least to start with you have two like health files to heal with and you're going to be going from like checkpoint to checkpoint which are not necessarily bonfires but for all intents and purposes they're a bonfire uh, yeah. that you rest at and it refills your healing potions as well as your health and all that shit. And you're, you know, leveling up, getting skills and all that crap. Uh, but anyway, the game is like very much about like, what it, what is it? You, you know, in like Catholicism where they like whip themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's got a lot of that in there. Like the, you know, like basically it's almost viewing life like it's a punishment and that you need to like punish yourself or pay penance is really I love living life that way. Like penance is such a huge focus of this game. But like the first giant, like I guess boss, it's it's hardly a boss since it's the very first thing you fight, but it does have a boss health bar. But this guy has a giant like cone head helmet and he after you kill the boss, you cut it open and fill your helmet with blood and you put it on your head <laughs> and just blood is running down you. That's nice. That's badass. Yeah, it, it is just hardcore. It's pretty cool. Um, I And just gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous pixel art. Uh, very meticulously done animations. Like it... I... I... I could be wrong, but it looks like it's 60 frames of, like, pixel art animation. Wow. It, it looks, like, really buttery smooth. Yeah, that's intense. Yeah, it looks just, as far as pixel art goes, it's just buttery smooth, crazy detailed pixel art. Mm. Um, I'm not into games like that, but that does sound cool. Yeah, just very, uh, very Metroidvania-y, or, like, it's, it's, I guess, closer to just a Castlevania is, I guess, the best way to put it. 
You're just, okay. you know, jumping on platforms, exploring the world. It's got like a map and all that bullshit. Just very intense boss fights. I do feel like uh, another game, which I, I believe just came to Game Pass, but this game is similar to, is called Death's Gambit, which was also a like 2D Dark Souls type game. <laughs> but I guess the, my, my issue right now with this game, which maybe it gets better down the line, but Blasphemous feels very like stiff in a sense that you you start with a sword and it seems like that's your only weapon where dust gambit you had a couple of different weapons and you, you had like kind of i felt i could change up how i fought a little more in dust gambit even though i wouldn't say dust gambit's a great game by any means but it, it was fun what i played of it i mean i well i did finish dust gambit I, I played through and did new game plus in it but but i wouldn't say dust gambit's a good game but it is on <laughs> game pass if you ever want to check it out <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. Blas- Blasphemous is good. Like, is is legit actually good. Um, but I want to get a little further in it until I can really pass judgment. But the thing I want to talk about the most oh. is I watched all of Lock and Key. And some there there's some highs and some lows here. Yeah. But first of all, I did like this show. But second of all, it's a terrible adaptation. It's probably the worst adaptation I've ever seen. I've been hearing a lot of good things about it, so I don't... It is... Here's the issue. What is it? Sorry, before you get to... show. Lock and Key is based off a comic book made by Joe Hill, and I I forget the actual comic book artist, but oh, Joe wait, Hill... is this like that weird Narnia thing where they go into the, the yeah, mirror? I, I wouldn't say Narnia, but yes. Okay, okay. I just saw... I literally just saw the trailer for that today, and I looked at my kid like, oh, can we watch it? And he's like, fuck you. So... Oh, you guys should, <laughs> you guys should definitely watch it. I think you would like it. It, it has to be his idea or else he won't like it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it, my my issue right out the gate is tone. They set the wrong tone for this thing. The comic book is much more horror-focused and very, very brutal and dark. This clearly leaned into being more like a, a Stranger Things, but even then Stranger Things is still darker than this. So it's a little bit between, it's somewhere between Stranger Things and Lemony Snicket. I mean, that's, yeah, it kind of looked like that. Yeah, and it, it, because they leaned more, now, and there is a story behind that, but they they went more into the fantasy slash, uh, like, mystery element of it. Literally, I was like, oh, it's a horror Narnia. (laughs) Yeah, that, I mean, that's a good way to look at it, too. They, yeah, they just, I guess what happened, though, is they pitched the show to several several networks and all that stuff and then they did make a pilot for hulu which was apparently much darker and hulu turned them down before they went to netflix and then when they went to netflix and got the deal with netflix they had to start over from scratch so whole new actors whole whole new script everything so they went a little lighter so i think that's part of the problem but some of the changes out the gate is in the comic the which I have not read the comic just to be clear, but I just I look I did some digging into this because there was there was some stuff I noticed up front which I'll get to, but uh, the mom in in this show is a recovering alcoholic in the show, so she's she's been like sober for I think seven years or six years something like that, 
And so, but she's like, you know, it's, it's like an ongoing struggle type thing. But they, they made her a very sympathetic character in the comic. She's an alcoholic who's really abusive. <laughs> so, so big differences there. Yeah, that is quite the big difference. And, and I guess she was raped. So <laughs> in the comic, the comics is much darker. Yeah. Why and was I thinking this was a kid show? The, 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 it is a kid show. Okay. Like I said, they, this is stuff not in the show. That's stuff in the comic that they didn't put in the show. The show is very tame. The, I don't want tame, damn it. I wish they went darker. At the very least, at least darker than they did because it, it's very much doesn't doesn't do any of the fucked up shit from the comics. From Give the sounds me nightmares. Of it. Uh, another, this is where I'm like, I don't know why they made these changes, but there's a character named Scott. And he, in the comics, is, like, he's a weird, like, punk dude who's got tattoos and, like, a really, his head shaved and he's got, like, a little tuft of hair. He's just a goofy-looking guy. Uh, and and uh, I guess most importantly, he, he is a white guy. But they cast a black guy to play him. And I think the black guy did a great job, but it's just, a, they made... Ah, uh, the Netflixization. Hold on, we're going to get how into how weird this is. But they made... So they made a change from white character to a black character, and he's no longer a punk person. He's a cinephile, and he's <laughs> really into making movies and stuff like that, and he's really into like horror films, which I don't think is actually a bad change. I, I think it plays fine, and the actor they got is actually very great. But the other weird thing is there is a... Scott kind of serves as a love interest for one of the other characters, like one of the main characters, but then there's one of the people in his little group is named Jamal, who is an, in the comics a black character. Now in the show, yeah. now the sh in the show there is another love interest for the female protagonist, but it's not Jamal because Jamal doesn't exist in the show. <laughs> they instead have a white person named Gabe. <laughs> okay. Which I'm like I don't I'm confused. <laughs> I don't quite understand why they made a lot of these changes. Wow. Is <laughs> really. Yeah, that's strange. It, it just weird changes of like, why? Well, I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you why they changed some of these things. I Because they felt like it. And uh, apparently Joe Hill actually does make a, uh, a cameo appearance in the show. He's he? a okay. paramedic at one point. Uh, but in any case, the. They really did abandon a lot of the horror elements and a lot of the Lovecraftian type stuff that's in the comic. I like once again, I haven't read the comic myself, but I kind of intend to. It looks really interesting and like the art's really good. And once again, reading some of the stuff of how dark it actually is has in, like very much piqued my interest. Oh, yeah. But the the show is like, nah, it's like just fun mystery stuff. They're. There is some deaths that happen, but nothing like too brutal. And like there, there's once again, it very much plays to like a, almost a kid audience where stuff is like spooky, but just enough for kids. So like, uh, huh. are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess that, okay. that, I mean, yeah, it's, it's pretty good though. It just, it's not, it's a bad ad adaptation, but they did have Joe Hill's blessing on the whole thing. So I don't know. And I, I think part of the biggest issue is you could they're trying to get a season two out of this. So te so technically the series covers the entirety of the comics, but it 
its ending is different and like a lot of so they even made up a whole new key for the show that didn't exist in the comics and a lot of char- different characters and whatnot and what certain characters do it's all different so hmm. yeah it's like i said it's a bad adaptation but it's yeah. a good it's a good show a bad adaptation <laughs> it but it it's almost like i wish it wasn't called lock and key because now it's like i i would rather see a lock and key that's actually a good adaptation myself yeah but oh well i assume anybody who's read the comics is probably let down uh <laughs> anybody who hasn't i guess this is a good this enough seems, jumping yeah. off point to maybe interest you in reading the comics but like i said it, it's a decent show i think the acting's pretty good uh one of my issues is one of the main characters who is a little kid named Bodie. um is always an issue with me. I can't tell if child actors are just bad actors or it's hard because like they deliver very stiff performances, but at the same time I'm like that's how kids talk too though. <laughs> like kids say really weird shit and just like run off or like I don't know. They the, the kids are bizarre too. So I I'm, I'm like I can't tell if good performance or bad performance. Um, yeah. but yeah, you guys should check it out. I I think you'd like it. Um, anyway, that, that was really the, the biggest thing I've done all week was watch that. Um, nice. So anyway, Justin, you play anything? Well, I think we've gone really long, so I'm going to take a break first so that our last segment isn't like super short. So we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Wonder soul. Wonder soul. Wonder soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wonder Soul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wonder Soul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wonder Soul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. All right. Well, welcome back to the show. And um, so things that I've been playing nothing hey no i played nothing bridge builder portal because i wanted to play a puzzle game so oh yeah I, you did i i be i got through roughly half of that game um featuring all of the is that also on game pass yes everything we only game play pass. on game pass yeah, because secretly we're broke and we can't <laughs> well, you, buy you, games you got death stranding right over there right, on no. sale yeah, yeah I, but i can see it yeah i haven't played it yet um oh yeah, no, I, I, I had bought it well, you should play it. <laughs> so uh, you would really like it. So Me? I've been, uh, yeah. Even with the baby. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so I've been I've been uh, playing uh, that, and it's a pretty pretty decent bridge building game. I would uh, recommend anyone checking that out if uh, they have Game Pass. It's definitely worth it. There's like sixty levels. I made it through about half ish of them. Um, has all the same kind of I don't know writing that. The portal games have with um, GLaDOS just being an asshole. Yep, just did the same type of jokes. Like after you, every ten levels you beat, there's kind of like an intermission and it breaks into like a new, like adds like something new to the game. But like there's like a little animation where like after I beat the first 
10 levels. Like I'm like, I'm supposed to be a guy at a computer doing these things. And after the first 10 levels, they like a crew came in and actually like plugged my computer into the wall. <laughs> they're like, and they're all like, Hey, and then they moved on to the next. Then like after the next 10 levels, they came in and they installed the security camera. <laughs> so yeah, that was, it's good. Pretty good game. Um, Kind of the big thing is uh, we watched uh, Birds of Prey last weekend. And you know how, like, last cast, I was like, like, eh, I don't know about this movie. Hey, well, um, I actually really liked it. Yeah, eat your words. It was really good. I, like, enjoyed that movie. So fucking good. It was, uh, it was really funny. I really, I really enjoyed this move towards more rated R things. I know, like, they're... At one point in time, we had a lot of like rated R movies and like kind of like rated R comic movies, and that really went by the wayside. And I'm kind of glad we're kind of we're having this comeback from with it. Um, I'm really enjoying like not just like rated R, but rated R comedy. I really enjoy that. Um, I love the uh, the the um, the vulgar shit. Yeah, well, that and I I, I love the excessive use of the word fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um also I did not I did not rec- realize that the bad guy is e- is Ewan McGregor. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I didn't realize that till like the end of the credits. That's yeah, fucking Did he have the higher ground? No. It's always something you got to look I, out I for. I wish with he, that guy. I he also didn't say hello there. <laughs> and, <laughs> he was his character was hilarious too. Like My did, God, he, his did he pick an accent? What was that? Did he pick a definitive accent? <sighs> it's always tough with that guy. You never know what accent he has. Now he has a pretty consistent, just himself accent. So he, it, he was really funny because he had like, like you know, like he had like a he shrunken was, head in his his uh, in his building, and he was just like, yeah, they 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 take the they these heads and they shrink them down, and now it's a they used to be like a person, and now it's just an ornament in my living room. Ew. <laughs> was he good. was like. Didn't they change the title of uh, Birds of Prey? It's like Birds of Prey, and it has like a really long, like it, like fantabulous the, the emancipation. Em- yeah, of, the, of Harlequin, the emancipation of Harlequin, because they wanted to put Harlequin in the title because it has what better SEO or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, probably to find yeah. which uh, honestly. Because they seem to think Harlequin has better brand recognition than Birds of Prey, which I can agree with. However, I don't think Harlequin is, like, very good either. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, yeah. I I feel Joker is the... That's where yeah. people know Harlequin from. Yeah. Well, I don't I know. Really, She's becoming, like, her own thing these days. I really liked how they introduced that fact for her, too. Because, yeah... Joker made her who she was, but she addressed right off the bat that she was his henchman. And when he wanted something, she went and got it done. And that's very, very much true for her character. So he may have all the recognition. And the point of the movie was like behind every great man, there's a very strong woman. And that's a very strong broad. Yeah. Well, (laughs) well, I just I'm just saying, like, in terms of actual like titling things like it almost would have been better to just put Batman's. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's Batman. It's just put Batman in the movie. <laughs> but like I yeah. said, I, I mean, I, Batman kind of showed up in the movie. <laughs> I mean, like putting Batman in the title. Speaking of, SEO. have you seen uh, 
Joker's new slam piece, I guess is the best way. <laughs> his, new, his new girlfriend? No, I haven't. Yeah, he's got a new girlfriend. Oh, God. Yeah, so <laughs> I, 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 the thing I thought was um, kind of like, I love the campiness of the movie. I love how Harley Quinn was like running around with the fucking like coat made out of like shredded pom-poms and caution tape it was the best people were like upset about that i thought that was great i know i was like perfect so what what do you think the name of joker's new girlfriend is uh i don't know it's funny it's pretty funny it's a a joke it's a punchline punchlines his new girlfriend (laughs) jesus okay well in what universe like what what's going on in the comics in In the the universe so like, did he actually break up with Har- so? Is yeah, that's because because Harlequin is this with Harlequin Ivy. movie is canon to what's happening in the comics right now. I mean, they no, not necessarily, they, but like sometimes they like reflect what's going on in the comics because the comics are kind of like evolving over time. Yeah, but it, I mean, currently, well, I shouldn't say currently, but in in the comic canon, uh, Harlequin is with Ivy. Okay, Harlequin's um, bisexual. Yeah, that's unsurprising. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, that, I, that's why I'm like, I don't know. It, a lot of that still is like tied into, like Harlequin doesn't have yeah. huge brand recognition because you gotta I, blow up that brand. Yeah, you gotta build that brand. <laughs> I, I like because Birds of Prey is tanking real bad in the box office, even though it's yeah. a good movie. I've heard from everybody yeah. it's a good movie. I, I think a lot of people. I don't. Yeah, it's, they it's, gave her it high waisted shorts. I appreciate that. It's, <laughs> it's not sexualizing her Did as you much see, as like, the shorts. All shorts. the people on Twitter about this movie, like this, like it was like a war on Twitter where people were like, they made her too hot and they sexualized her too much, and I hate it and blah blah blah. And then you have the people going like, they made her ugly. Well, like. They, I was like, well, I'm just pick glad they, a side. Holy shit. They've dialed it back from how it was in Suicide Squad. Yeah. Because it, it was like, holy shit, were they just drumming up the sex appeal in, yeah. in Suicide Squad. And I think the difference there is that uh, I believe Birds of Prey has a female director. Yeah. And that's, I'm, I'm assuming I that's really, helping a lot. I really enjoyed the uh, campiness of the movie, like where she, at one point, she actually is just carrying around like a like a comical hammer. <laughs> yeah. Or she puts she puts on a pair of rollerblades and like when the when when the fuck she had time to do that? Yeah, it was like, like in the mid middle of a fight. fight. Yeah, middle of a fight. She like, just pops out, and she's she has rollerblades on and they're like how did she have time to lace up? <laughs> See, I because didn't know this be- until uh more recently, but I guess her uh like Marvel equivalent is Deadpool. That would make sense. It's it's well, yeah, because she does it's a weird analog. the movie. Yeah. The movie does follow in place of like a female Deadpool because yeah. it'll it'll stop and pause, and she'll be talking over it, uh, like talking she, to the audience. Yeah, yeah. she kind of talks to the audience a little bit, breaks the fourth wall. Um, but yeah, like she was like doing like roller derby in the beginning of the movie. That was that sequence was pretty fun. She's just beating people up. Um, yeah, it, it was, was like really- super ridiculous, especially towards the end, where she's like riding around on a motorcycle and she's like, "Whip me!" Yeah, was I really it a like Harley. Probably, I don't know. <laughs> it probably, it probably, no, it wasn't a Harley. Um, you I really, I really, Harley? I really liked, <laughs> I really liked Huntress in this. It's like everyone's favorite character. This whole, she was hilarious. Like, and 
and the oh, I forget the cop's name, but like she was just like the stereo, like the most stereotypical cop, and like they they po- they poke fun at it constantly, like how she just says like the most like cheesy ass cop lines ever. <laughs> <laughs> we need to we need to clean this city from the inside. <laughs> it's like shit like that. It was good. I I like seriously. I highly recommend this movie. Go see it. It it deserves to part of me get better is, box office ratings. Part of me wants to see it in theaters, but another part of me is like, if I don't see it in theaters, it'll leave theaters sooner, and then I can just watch it at home. <laughs> That's a very bad reason to not go see it. <laughs> well, I can watch it at home, and then I still saw it. It's true. I appreciate, um, I don't know if this is like something a lot of other people care about, but I actually appreciate the LGBTQ rep in the movie too, because they, they really, they made it in passing that one of the birds of prey, the cop character is bisexual, well, she either is lesbian or bisexual and they made it so normal and so awesome because they were like, oh, by the way, her ex is this girl and that that was it. They didn't yeah, sexualize it or anything. It. They were just like, that was her. That was her girlfriend at one point. And then the bad guy, honestly, was fucking hella gay. And it was hilarious. Him and his henchmen had a thing for each other. I'm not kidding. And it was so the best. I lo- how many times? How many times are you gonna go into a movie and be like? The bad guy is not only hilarious and I love him, but he's also like hella gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just like, I hope the best for stuff like this because they, it's fun. It's stuff that you don't that is more risky to do, um, especially like well, R-rated movies in general. Well, I'm also glad that they're they're, they're giving Harlequin finally the treatment she deserves. I feel as much as I. I don't want to get involved in any of the arguments people are having online about her being either too ugly or whatever <laughs> it might be, even though like you know, she, Margot Robbie's playing her. So they got like a very gorgeous woman. Yeah, to that's play the her. thing. It was like, I was like, some people were making comments like you're going to sit here and pretend that Margot Robbie isn't hot as fuck. There's something wrong with you. But in any case, I'm, I'm, I'm also glad that this shows well, the, as the title suggests, I guess, but the emancipation of Harlequin, because I was getting sick of all these people who only know the cinematic universe and then being like, uh, I love is just like Joker and Harlequin. Oh, my God. And I'm God. like, so, you're, so like you're, you're being used and like you're <laughs> being used. You're like in a really abusive the, relationship, the most toxic like, relationship imaginable. Holy, your your boyfriend is like the biggest sociopath of all time like <laughs> and, uh, and it's they're always like our love is like forever and i wanted to i anytime i like granted i always think those posts are just jokey troll posts but in general any, any anybody who ever says that in all seriousness it's like you know joker and harlequin haven't been together like for a really <laughs> long time now like uh, <laughs> well, that's why they say it. They, my our love is like the Joker and Harley Quinn in that it doesn't exist. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, well, so now I'm wondering if people will turn and say our love is like Joker and Punchline. They'll they'll be like <laughs> uh, our love is like Harley Quinn and an egg sandwich. Oh my god! Because <laughs> the healthy relationship is Harlequin and and Ivy. They have a good relationship. They have a really good badass right. relationship. Well, that's all I had. So I think we're gonna move on the community engagement because it is like fucking midnight and I'm tired. So we're gonna hop on to the old Twitter because we did uh, we didn't get any emails yet. I'm telling you guys, email us at social at litigamingarena.com. He so might can, actually just 
cream his pants if he gets. I email. would. You'd be like, you would be the first emailer. You who wants that? Hey, I just want to interrupt real quick. Uh, so guess guess what game won the Dice Awards? Oh God, oh, game of the geez. year. Oh geez, what is it? Untitled Goose Game. Yay. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. Well, we don't have to cancel Dice Awards. I mean, that's weird though. It's weird. Hey, hey, you know what? It got what it deserved. I I guess. I'd <laughs> My son has been playing a lot of that game, and it's hilarious. He actually like he keeps playing it he, since it's my like my profile on xbox like he, he keeps getting all these rare achievements like, hey, because yeah. he does achievables. all these weird things yeah like he he's like yeah because he's he keeps like hopping on my profile so like i've already beat the game so he, he just has free access to all the areas he's and playing the open world version yeah he's playing the open world and he's like occasionally like he'll do something with that was like on like the the new game plus checklist so i'm like racking up these new games these ultra rare achievements because he's just fucking around in the game. I wish I had that. I it's, it's almost like I having either, a real life idol game. I would either he's, have he's to give me achievements on my without own me or, playing games. Or sometimes my friends get me achievements, but usually they're easy achievements. But, <laughs> but uh, getting to our community engagement here. So this week. Our question was, what video game does everyone else seem to love but you don't like or just can't get into? That's a lot of them. <laughs> um, so, let's start with... Who should we start with? Here, we'll start... Don't we start with us? Yeah, don't we we'll, start with us? We'll, we'll, we'll see if we have time, because we're going long here. I'm tired. <laughs> I don't know if I can last. Um, so... Connor Mitchell, because we actually got a lot of answers on these. Connor Mitchell at Connor Hawks 12 says, My first experience rated. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, I'm never mind. Scroll up, scroll up, scroll up. Oh, I read the wrong thing because I used the same template and read the wrong page. Okay. So we have Geek Freaks Podcast at Geek Freaks Pod, and they say, Gears of War. Get into gears. I don't know. That's a pretty good game. Fair. It's pretty. Uh, the geek cause at the geek cause says Fortnite. I mean, it's the battle royale general genre in general. I've tried so hard with many different games, and I just get so tired with the formula. I wish I liked Fortnite slash battle royales because people just seem to really enjoy them, but I'm not about it. It's understandable. The battle royale genre is not for everyone, for sure. Uh, here's one that's going to trigger the fuck out of Marcus. Okay. <laughs> Lightsaber.ninja likes Bernie at King Kaggle. They point, there's three things. Zelda, Metroidvania, Soulsborne. What the fuck? That's like everything fuck? you love. What the fuck? They hate everything you love, Marcus. Well, they don't hate it. I know, they don't enjoy it. Isn't the it. question that they just can't get yeah, into you don't like, you don't, well, either but like it? Well, it's funnier if you into. say hate. <laughs> I just can't believe <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a like lot. Half that's like half of the games. Game. Yeah. Do you just play FPS? Maybe. That's my question that's, to you. He's an ex-bro, maybe. Well, I mean, you eliminated like... <laughs> that's a lot that's of games. so yeah. much game. Especially since two of those were like... <laughs> or... or um. 
like double genres like what I Metroidvania is, and Soulsborne. How does that person feel listening to this podcast? Like that's a pretty good chunk of our content too. <laughs> well, maybe they don't listen. They just participate on Twitter. I don't know. Mm, that's true, I guess. Uh discount podcast at discount podcast. Uh I would say Overwatch. But Anton is a big fan. I'm assuming Anton is the, the co-host of their podcast. Um, moving on to more people. You know, I just I I find I clicked on it, and I gotta say I lost faith in all of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grief Burrito says, or at Grief Burrito says, I'm really trying to like Apex Legends, but I just can't. Ha ha. Hey, I feel yeah, Grief you're, Burrito. You're I feel boat. you. You're I'm in like that boat for sure. It, I, I like Apex, but I just I can't you like it as a thing. I can't get into like a, yeah. a rhythm of like playing it consistently or like I don't know. I always Apex and MOBA games are games that I feel everybody just enjoys inherently way more than I do. Where I'm like, oh, they're able to just play it nonstop, and I'm like. I, I tried. <laughs> uh, Charles, our friend Charles Walker at Fallen Monk D twenty says Fallout. I've been meaning to try the others, but I tried three and didn't really care for it. I, bruh, right <laughs> here. <laughs> um, I, I didn't do three, but I, I skipped three on purpose because I. The hype around three made me really disgusted, so I was like, "I'm not gonna buy that game." Like people are people are irrationally hyped for a game they never played one and two of, and people just ate that shit up. They they ate it like they eat it a poo poo. They ate of the that game, so I, I just avoided it. But then when Fallout Four came out, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna hop on this Fallout train." I just it didn't click with yeah. me. And I, 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 I know more people into say the Skyrim and that, that's Oblivion where I'm at. side. That's exactly where I'm at. I and I I always figured that because I'm not really like a gun nerd, but the uh, the the thing is is I I've heard Fallout Four is like not a good Fallout by people who like Fallout Three and New Vegas, and especially by people who like New Vegas, they say Fallout Four is terrible. So I'm like, well, maybe I just fucked up. And maybe I did because then I liked Outer World. So <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Um, Grand Rapidians play video games at Grand underscore video says Call of Duty. I haven't really got into an FPS since Perfect Dark. I agree. And, <laughs> and then replying to them, unpaid programming podcast at unpaid underscore program says, I remember watching my brother play Call of Duty when I was in high school. I made it for about 20 minutes before throwing up. I really, I used to really love Goldeneye on the N64. I'd stand in the store and play it and then walk away need, needing to be sick. First-person shooter games are just no fun for me. Oh, you got just bad motion sickness? Yeah, I was just, yeah. Oof. I was. That sucks. They say they, I. Don't, don't ever play Doom. You will puke immediately. <laughs> Later in this thread, they said, yeah, man, it sucks. Even games I love sometimes struggle with, like uh, Red Dead Redemption, like both Red Dead Redemption games. And whatever you do, do not play Doom in VR. You will puke a thousandfold. <laughs> They've played the Virtual Boy. Ugh. 
There, let's say, oh man, the worst one was when I was a little kid. Do you guys remember the Virtual Boy? Holy fucking shit. I thought it sounded cool as hell, and then I tried playing Wario. I threw up all over a Kmart that now long, no longer exists. Because he threw up on it. <laughs> the, the stomach acid ate it. Let's see. If you knew if, even if you don't get motion sick like I do, I was told that people would get serious headaches after using it. That red lighting, I can still see it driving itself into my retinas. Yeah, I was like, I was like, it's the equivalent of don't shine a laser pointer yeah. in your eye, and then it's shining a zillion laser pointers yeah, in your eye. Yeah, exactly. Um, next we have. <laughs> oh, these guys—they always crack me up with the replies. What the Famicom? At on WT Famicom, Jenga World Tour. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tsunami Hub at Anime with RJ says, not really a fan of horror games like Resident Evil. When it comes to jump scares and nightmare fuel, we run. Huh. That's. I only find that interesting because I consider the Resident Evil games not. They're not scary. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're especially like from f- four, five, and six. Like Silent Hill, I would say that's scary. Like, I would say eerie kind of like well mm. the see one two and three are like horror games and then four yeah. five and six are much more action adventure especially four because it's like leon's like a freaking superhero <laughs> but I, yeah. I mean i get if like zombies really are like they spook you but i'm just like you know, they're just terrified of getting chased by uh mr x mr well once again that's two yeah so <laughs> Yeah, it's one, two, and three are much more horror focused than the later games. So they just got turned off by two, then they never played again. And then, well, and then seven is like a is like a callback yeah. to being more horror, but it's first person, Welcome which is to still the family, a weird pub. Still a weird change. Yeah. Supposedly they're gonna announce eight pretty soon at some point. Yeah, I'm I'm hype as hell for that. It's good. Good game. Um, Geek Exploration, the podcast at Geek Explore Pod. I never really liked Sonic the Hedgehog. I played a bunch of them and never enjoyed a single one. <laughs> the first one did have some catchy music, though. I gotta say, you know, it, it, my my friend, uh, I'm I, I'm a convert. The uh, convert. I'm a convert. That they, they they made a good point. I don't really like the Sonic games because I've always been a Mario. The Boyd family is a Mario family. but So it's a family line thing. But (laughs) this is where I'm a convert. I still like the Sonic music, which I think intrinsically means the Sonic music's better than the Mario music. Um, yeah. Because Sonic is a, like a worse game, but I'm still like that music though. That's <laughs> so, and that, that's funny you say that because when I I replied to this person, I replied here and said the tunes are definitely the best parts of those games. Yeah, I mean, I mean, some solid Like, seriously, you can't go wrong with those the that that Green Hill theme. I mean, Green I know zone. I know some of the people would disagree with me, but I still think the uh, best soundtrack probably of all time is like Donkey Kong Country Two. Like, <laughs> that's a good. Oh, it's that's like a good, unbeatable. It's a good one. Like I, I, that and the Chrono Trigger soundtrack are like so top tier. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, we have Rolling in the Geek at Rolling the Rolling the Geek. 
No Man's Sky. Since it got so much grief in the beginning, I didn't try it. Then when I started hearing good things, I picked it up. It was super cool, but never grabbed me, which is sad because I like space exploration, but it feels like it's still lacking things. It's, yeah, it's fair. I think they feel probably like I do, where it's like I just need some direction or some goal without without like without the goal in mind it's kind of it's like here's infinite space and infinite stuff to do but i'm always like but but why <laughs> yeah i can understand that it becomes kind of a conundrum what, what do i do <laughs> um next new dad gaming at new dad gaming says pokemon they're all pretty basic games only one that caught me was Pokemon Go, and that's only because of my kids. I agree. Didn't even do those max raid battles? <laughs> uh, maybe maybe they'll like Temtem. It's more challenging. Maybe. Shark Select Podcast at Shark Select Pod says, Just Nintendo stuff in general, really, and JRPGs don't do anything for me. Yeah, because they're Sega boys. Yeah, they're Sega boys. They're Sega boys. They're, the Shark Select, the Shardy boys are Sega Thick Boys. Yeah, Mondo Thick. Mondo Thick. Mondo Thick. Yeah, yeah it is Mondo Thick. <laughs> 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 I can't use that as the title because I already used the Mondo Cool Fuck. It is Mondo Thick. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But those shardy boys, god damn. <laughs> They're Mondo Thick. <laughs> um... <laughs> Gaming Casual Podcast at Gaming Casual Pod says Final Fantasy. They've never been able to hook me or keep my attention. Fifteen probably held my attention for the longest at five hours. Oh, my voice cracked a little five bit. Five hours. That's a short time to play a Final Fantasy game, am I right? Huh. I don't know what to tell you on that front. <laughs> I don't like I, and it's fine to just not like Final Fantasy. It's upsetting, but Yeah. I feel if you don't like Final, if you don't like Final Fantasy, including fifteen, I'm kind of just like our J, JRPGs probably just aren't for you. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, um, oh yeah, an unpaid programming responded to us directly here, um, saying, first person perspective. I get motion sickness, and that POV exacerbates it." Well, yeah, a lot of people seem to suck. get like motion sickness and can't play FP like first person games. Which, I couldn't imagine that. that well, I was gonna say that's kind of strange because they're the most popular genre, yeah. like both in terms of sales and in terms of production. Yeah. Um, I'm always more of a third person <laughs> person myself. Yeah. Uh, missing role player found at role found says, "Bruh, the sword on online games not immersive enough. I expected to die multiple times. Zero out of ten. Not enough death." <laughs> <laughs> I, if I'm reading correctly, they just want to die. <laughs> yeah. I'm also like, what, Sword Art Online games? They're just You okay, boo? You need to talk to somebody? <laughs> <laughs> just like, they're anime games. What do you expect? Yep. Yeah. Costs like yeah. five you bucks. You yeah, expect something bucks. good? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, unfortunately, they always just, it's a low bar when it comes to anime games. Yeah. Uh, console gaming crew podcast at console crew says Call of Duty games. 
used to play them so much they were a guaranteed pickup every year, but campaign is either easy or completely non-existent, can't handle it anymore. Yeah, I mean, the last one, there was no campaign, so... Is there a Dark Souls FPS? I know there's a Dark Souls third person, but is there going to be, like, a hard-as-fuck FPS? Would be, yeah, that'd be... <laughs> It's got to be in the pipe somewhere. Someone's making that. Where it'll be like, yeah, you heal. You have like stem packs that you can heal with, like bandages you can heal with. But then you got to you gotta stop at these bonfires again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mac and Cheese at Mac and Cheese, who is actually our tournament organizer, says Skyrim. Couldn't get in the Skyrim. Now- That's me too. I agree with you. I don't like Skyrim. I couldn't get into it. Everybody loves it. And I'm like, always, forever. I'm like, like, I like Skyrim, but I'm definitely more tepid on it than like, I'm one of those sick people. I liked Oblivion more. Me too. <laughs> like, the, like the amount I played of Oblivion versus Skyrim is just astronomical. Yeah, I like yeah, I like Skyrim, but I just think it's it didn't I'm, it didn't catch me as hard as Oblivion. I think part of that, too, is. I had a lot more free time when Oblivion was the thing. I mean, that's got to be part of it. But I, 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 the thing is, is like Skyrim just feels like a refined ob- Oblivion. Yeah. Like they, they just took all the elements of Oblivion and made them better. But I didn't feel they innovated in any way. And when Oblivion hit the market, it was like, it was, whoa. Yeah. But <laughs> like, also like I, I sort of like the, the, mm, I don't know how to describe it, but like kind of the chinching, the chintziness of Oblivion. <laughs> like the how they gross faces yeah the and facial animations like they tried to give the npcs like some sort of like life to give them a path and it was like <laughs> the way they just get up and sit down at a chair like they'll get up from a bench or they'll, they'll be in an inn and they'll be sitting at a table and they just get up and they wander like to the next table and then they just sit down again and like <laughs> the animation of them like sitting down where it looks like they're like free falling onto the chair Wait. Like it's it's weirder for me when I listen to certain podcasts that were doing like games of the decade and all that, and they were talking about Skyrim a lot. Uh, was def- which I'm not saying Skyrim's not a game of the decade, but my problem is is when they talked about it, they were like every game company tried to have as a Skyrim, and I was like, I don't think that's true. Every game company because, tried to have an Oblivion. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, games were trying to make games like Oblivion for yeah. years before Skyrim even hit the market. Yeah, so. Yeah, I just don't. And once again, Skyrim, Skyrim was just an upscaled Oblivion. It was like we we expanded upon all the elements of Oblivion, but we didn't do anything new. Like, I I can't think of outside of having the like Thum itself, like yeah. which isn't inherently like a new thing. I can't think of anything they did where it was like, wow, that was like a totally new thing. Because yeah, it's like. You could already steal from like AIs and like yeah, take exactly. all their clothes and. I mean now yeah, it's just like that's what stealing everything is what everybody went into Skyrim wanting to you, like it's what you were gonna do. Like, you I could mean, already go into all the houses yeah. and steal all the shit on the tables. Like I know I'm gonna do this because you could do it in Oblivion. You could drag bodies all over the place. Like yeah. like I I'm just trying to think of like some because it's like there already was the magic stuff yeah there's all the different skills it's just like oblivion 2.0 yeah really, is what it is and that's why I'm, I'm hoping whatever they like 
I mean, a zillion years, a zillion years from now, when the next Elder Scrolls comes Some, out, it's, it's got to be a lot different. Sometime before Breath of the Wild two in the future, it will not. <laughs> I know it's, that's that's one of the games that that's yeah, this is one of the games that'll come out after Breath of the Wild two. Um, I, I I mean, Starfield may or may not be out before <laughs> Breath yeah. of the Wild two. That's that's a hard call. Yeah, maybe. Um, it should be because it's in de- it's been in development for a really long time, but yeah. also it's the type of game that needs a lot of development. <laughs> so we have a we have a last minute entry here. Someone just just now. Oh, good the thing I stalled it out. Yeah, well, I mean, we still have more entries, but this one just came in while we were talking. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, superiority complex at soup complex. Halo for sure. Okay, we're fighting now. Uh, this is one that I have. To <laughs> we're gonna throw down. No, I'm fine with people not being in a Halo. I'm fine with all of you guys not liking these games. Good for you. Good, good. <laughs> I'm fine with you. A, I'm fine with you. <laughs> not liking all these things. Good, oh, good for God. you and just liking and games. Then they, and I, so, like they like quote retweeted with that, and then they and then they replied to us. Halo, God, I hate it. Scott, <laughs> now we're now we're fight. We're officially fighting. I like you, person. I am curious if they like other FPS, though. Yeah, that's a good point. Since Halo, I mean, I don't know which Halo they started with, but it's just like Halo paved the way for console FPS. It's true. Maybe they just hate console FPS and that Halo was the catalyst for it. So they're, uh, yeah. Maybe video games and actuality are just ucky. (laughs) No. Absolutely. Not. Right. Here's here's another one that that's gonna trigger Marcus. Uh, controller disconnected podcast at con disconnected says, I don't get the hype around Dark Souls games. I tried playing the second game, but it felt so slow. I got bored eventually, and I'm also not that into medieval settings. It's strange because I loved Bloodborne. Well, you loved. <laughs> I told well, you you loved Bloodborne. I, I told you it's gonna trigger Marcus. <laughs> well, no, I just. <laughs> If you didn't like Dark Souls 2, that's okay. Dark Souls 2 is kind of... It's the the odd one. It's like the stepchild, the, the redhead stepchild. Dark Souls 2 is a weird one. You either, you either love it or you hate it, kind of. Or some people are like, real man on it. But it's... Yeah. It's an odd one. Um. But, yeah. I, I mean, Bloodborne is, like... For, for me, that's the best Soulsborne game ever made. There won't be anything better than Bloodborne. So I'm like, you already like Bloodborne. I don't <laughs> um, but I, I do I am curious if they did they just try Dark Souls 2 and then were like, yuck, and never tried any Dark Souls? <laughs> yuck. Or did they I'm um, I'm like, have or, you met my friend Dark Souls 1? Because <laughs> that's that's the best game ever made. <laughs> um but then they're I don't know. Dark Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 3 are kind of the same game Uh, dark souls 3 is easier than dark souls 1 and then dark souls 2 is probably the hardest dark souls game but it's it's a weird one and then there's demon souls (laughs) which may or may not be getting remade but ooh, that demon souls is good too (laughs) um tales from the waystone at Wayne Waystone Pod says, I hate to say it, but Pokemon. Both Will and I were the precisely wrong age when it originally came out. Too old to think it was cool and too young to not care it was for kids. 
so many of our slightly younger and slightly older friends love it. It's such a shame, too, because these things are so cute. Though I did mean I was... Or, or though it did mean I was able to act as a traffic spotter for my friends who were playing Pokemon Go in 2017, and I kept them from getting run over in crosswalks. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I, I feel bad for you not having Pokemon in your life. <laughs> and our friends that was me. I, I don't like Pokemon. I feel bad for you. <laughs> our, our friend Tycho from the Maybe Weird Tales podcast so <laughs> at Weird Tales Pod says... I feel like my answer for this is fairly obvious based on the episode I guessed it on, but since it needs to be said as loud and as often as possible, Final Fantasy VII is the most overrated game that has ever been made, boring, inscrutable, and unintuitive. F- fuck Final Fantasy VII. Man, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of hate there, man. <laughs> Jesus. That was the best. He wants to come back on to talk about Assassin's Creed. I want to talk about Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I love Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he says I, he says he's about halfway through uh, Assassin's Creed Three, and when he finishes Black Flag, he'd be happy to come back on and 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 be grumpy and contrary about that series as well. <laughs> hey, I mean, no, I'll probably agree with them too because <laughs> my my I've had the ride with I'm permanently on You've the Assassin's the Creed's wild ride. <laughs> But Assassin's Creed Bones Wild Ride. We've had high highs and low lows on the Assassin's Creed. <laughs> it's, um, it's quite the yeah. game. Ghosts series. of the Ghosts of the Stratosphere at GOT Stratosphere says Elder Scrolls Oblivion. <laughs> Love Skyrim, but the graphics on Oblivion are so bad I couldn't take it seriously. Looks like a 1990s PC game. No, it looks like a 2000s PC game. Come on. <laughs> It looked really good at the time it, it did. came out. Yeah. It, I love it. I, I, I could like, go back to Oblivion and I could just start playing it right now if I wanted to. I'm like, you got to look back at everything else that came out at that time. Because it was pretty good for it. I mean, <laughs> considering time. when Oblivion came out, everybody was still playing like GameCube and PS2 because yeah. it was one of the first games on 360. But in, also look at like, it, like Bethesda games in general. Like, you improve the game's looks with graphics in the end. I mean, Skyrim is the same way. Like, look at all the shader mods people use in Skyrim to make it look like real life. It's crazy. Yeah, even though if you move it, like... <laughs> it's like one frame per second. It like fucks the whole game up. <laughs> it's good for screenshots, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's good for screenshots and just, like, standing still and Looking recording a video. Stuff. Yeah. Um, Unknown Games Podcast... At UGP underscore cast, and they put they post this screenshot of like a conversation. They they texted the thing to their to someone else and said, "What do you think it should be? Uh, anything that's not Kandagawa Jet Girls or Kandagawa Jet Girls." For me personally, though, probably Skyrim. I just don't give a shit. <laughs> and then they respond, "Actually, I agree. I don't like Bethesda RPGs and Fallout." <laughs> just reply with the screenshot of our conversation then <laughs> so that's what they did they reply with the screenshot of the conversation i kind of want to get into that kind of guy with jet girls <laughs> <laughs> they bring it up so often you know i looked into it is it i kind of want to play it <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's anime babes riding jet skis yeah it kind of <laughs> looks good. like hydro thunder to be honest 
<laughs> I replied to the superiority complex and I said, we're officially fighting. <laughs> the, um, God, who's the who's the baby in uh in the Simpsons? I can't remember. Maggie? Her name. Is it Maggie? I was yeah. forget her name. Um they just replied with a gif of her breaking a bottle. <laughs> You're gonna get fucked uh, up. Yeah. Uh Perfect Package Podcast at P3 Show says, I hate playing online multiplayer games. Give me a game with a good single player campaign mode, and I'm happy. Also, fuck a sports game. Oh, I thought they were going to say fuck Skyrim because it feels like everybody here yeah, yeah, is like, like fuck Skyrim. Yeah, fuck Skyrim. Also a bunch of like fuck Souls games. Hey, you know, in some ways I am like fuck Souls games. But, <laughs> like I get it. If you don't like Souls games, I'm like, I, I get it. I also have some Fortnites here too. Like, but praise uh, the sun, you motherfuckers. <laughs> praise the sun. <laughs> TOL podcast at TOL underscore pod says I've tried with Fortnite, but it doesn't really stick with me. I never did the fort fight. <laughs> uh, movies on my mind podcast at movies. OMM says Dark Souls and Final Fantasy. It's like I'm seeing a theme. It feels like it go hand in hand like Dark Souls, Final Fantasy, yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy, Dark Metroidvania. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Final Fantasy Nintendo <laughs> yeah. Tom Craven at Off the Cuff Games says McKids Nintendo <laughs> or what? McKids NES what yeah I don't apparently was into McDonald's kids maybe McDonald's kids Nintendo McNES <laughs> uh, give me a McNumber 5 that's <laughs> The Dice Tower West, or it's like Friday is game night, Dice Tower West, at Game Friday, says, Fiance tried to get me into playing Diablo with him. It's fine, but just not one I'd want to play on my own. Yeah, like you and Borderlands. Yeah, yeah, I'm a loner. Uh, Bebars, at Bebars, B-E-B-A-R-C-E. Basically, every sneak game. So many of them. Sneak game? Yes. I, I replied, what about Sneak King? I was just going to say that, <laughs> God damn it. I beat you to I it. I was going to say, have they tried Sneak King? <laughs> <laughs> I, and this is what they responded with after I replied. <laughs> so apparently they're not down with Sneak King not, either. Not down with the king? They're not down with the Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and their last one, Ed at EDD underscore Super Mario 64. It's supposed to be amazing. I got sick of falling down and having to make my way all the way back up. <laughs> that was a good one. I'm also just curious of like some of those. I'm always curious if they're playing them out of when they came out. Yeah. Like if they never like played like, them before. Well, yeah, like if you haven't played, oh, oh, God, if you're playing sorry. Mario 64 in 2020 and you've never played it before, it's yeah. probably not that good. It's yeah. not going to slap the same way it slapped <laughs> back in '96. That's, yeah. that's, that's like what happened for me. With, sorry, what? That's what happened with me in Final Fantasy VII. I, I was going to say the same thing. I was going to try. I tried to play it in like 2004, 2008, and I was like, slap. "Whoa, can't do that." It's not going to slap the way it slapped back then. You know what game slaps all the time though? What? 
the end of this podcast. <laughs> that's yep, that's right. When we put a bullet when in this put, podcast, you're going to hear it. When we put a bullet in this podcast episode, which is happening right now, because it's 12:30. I'm tired. It's 12:30. It's time to f- go to fuck to bed. Yeah, I still got to put this shit away. You got to put a bullet in this cast yeah. to so, clean it up. Yeah, <laughs> you got to clean up the mess to clean up the crime scene. Got to hide the evidence. Um, so, as usual, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Go to our website, lga.gg, and our Discord chat.lga.gg. If you like the show, give us a review on iTunes and Podchaser. We would appreciate it so very much. Also, share the show with your friends if you're enjoying it. Um, if you again, if I, as I always say, if you're not enjoying it, still share it with your friends and share it with your enemies. Share the show with everybody that will listen. Um, and that's that's gonna do it. It's gonna do really? it for this week. All right, be strong and fight on. See you later. us holy Me? i missed you shit. you missed this i i missed something that's for sure <laughs> it's kim i'm glad to be back i i have better i have something else that's better to do which is this <laughs> <laughs>